It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome to the Beauty Bar, where we tend to beautiful people just like you. We're your hosts, Joan and Stephanie. And we want to make sure you're treating not just your face, but more importantly, yourself right. Today, we're talking about self-identity and how it can transform during life's milestones. And K-beauty, of course. Yes. <laughs> and we have a very special guest, Jen. Thank you for having me. Of course. This I'm is so thank excited you. to be here today. This is amazing. Make sure to follow and review this podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcast. And if you hate ads, consider becoming a member of the Dive Studios Patreon, where you can access ad-free episodes. So good to see Joan. Yeah. In like two years. It's been two years. COVID really. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Because when I last saw her, she was like, I was like, oh, so what, what's, what's coming up? And she's like, well… We're going to start a family. I was like, you're <laughs> pregnant? And so it, I remember we had pasta. Yes, and at the restaurant. Yeah, and we were like, let's see each other again. And then COVID happened. And then you were really pregnant. And so <laughs> I only got to see your life on YouTube. That was like actually when I announced my pregnancy. So it was the first time I told people. Oh, yeah. At that I, event. Was, oh. I was I think you were one of the first, first, to be honest. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm honored on me. <laughs> It's oh. nice to meet you, Stan. Nice to meet you. I've I'm only seen you on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> on this call, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, been seeing so you on the fun. podcast. Oh, thank you. I was just saying, she has the most beautiful eyes. Yeah. So. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited. So if you don't know who Jen is, she is an OG YouTuber. I remember watching okay, your videos. Grandma. Not <laughs> grandma, but I mean, you still look super, super young. Thanks. It's makeup. <laughs> it's makeup and hair. <laughs> um, she is a YouTuber, but she's also done radio and broadcasts. You sing. You are a mother. Wow. You are amazing. And we're more. We're very excited about oh, today. You're too mm. kind. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. Um, the past like year and a half has been completely different for me mm. becoming a mom. So I'm still as much into beauty. Mm -hmm. But like I guess my… My, my territory is kind of expanded, yeah. my interests and my passions. Mm. So yeah, I'm really excited to talk about my, mm. motherhood, my motherhood side as well as beauty stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, I'm a accountant slash teacher turned YouTuber. Mm -hmm. And um, I've had experience with TV reporting, um, hosting some shows mm -hmm. and a little bit of 
radio, but YouTube is my main thing. Um, I was actually also a freelance makeup artist at one point. So wow. I did not I know of this. <laughs> bit of everything, I guess. Mm. Yeah, but beauty is my main sort of core, yeah. mm, my passion. Wow, nice. I Thanks remember. for coming. <laughs> I remember watching <laughs> uh, when I was living in Mokpo. Uh-huh. I was, it was like my first year in Korea and I was, you know, scrolling through TV and the only English show was Arirang uh-huh. and you popped up <laughs> and that was like my first time seeing you and then I knew you had a YouTube channel. So I got to learn more about like your favorite products. You were really oh. into Innisfree at the time. Wow, you have <laughs> memory. Yeah, I mean, of course, because I feel like you were one of the first… Um, K-beauty vloggers that I got to meet here in Korea. And it was oh. at church, actually. It was. Yeah, yeah, actually, I didn't know that you like saw me on Adidas. Yeah, Adidas. <laughs> yeah, I guess I never… I was like, oh, I've seen your YouTube channel You came before. over our house too. I did. For like a I met your dog meeting. at the time. <laughs> Ellie. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, we go back. Yeah, we do go back. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we've been in Korea for like seven years now. So we actually moved here with… The plan to be here just for like two years. Oh, I feel like that happens to so many people <laughs> here. Know. They come for like. Did it happen to you too? <laughs> well, no, no. no. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I was like, you oh, I'm in love, for- so <laughs> I guess I'll I'll stay. Right. But how yeah. was it? Because you already did YouTube content about K Beauty while you lived in Australia, right? I did. Yeah. So I've been on YouTube for ten years. Wow. Um, I started when I was in uni as just mm-hmm. a hobby. Because my friends were like, you need to start a channel. And it was just like a fun, like I just edited it on my iMac, Mm -hmm. um, filmed in my bathroom. Um, But that was when I started to get into KBT because Mm -hmm. my husband and I back then, we kind of like traveled to Korea sometimes. And we did like all that Namdaemun shopping, (laughs) the overnight shopping. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started to find out about Korean products. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it was like really new. Mm -hmm. Um, The colors were like different. It was cute packaging. It was cheap. So I was like, my eyes were just open. (laughs) So I wanted to share that with people. And I started talking about it in my videos. Mm. Um, Back then, it wasn't like popular. It wasn't hype. No one had heard of K-Beauty. Yeah. But now it's like completely different. (laughs) Different world. It has changed so much. Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah. Uh, so how was the transition for you now? Australia, talking about K-beauty, visiting, mm-hmm. like you said, but then actually moving to, to Korea. Korea. And you're like, I'm like here in the the heart mm-hmm. of K-beauty. How was that transition for you? Also for your content? The transition was fun because at the time we were just like, hey, why don't we just try living in Korea because oh. it's our mother country. Yeah. We we're kind of getting bored in Australia. Australia is beautiful, but we're just just at a point in our like life, in our marriage, where we wanted to try something different. William's mom was moving here and we were preparing her to move here. Mm. And on the last day, she was just like, hey, why don't you guys join me? <gasps> and we're like, yeah, maybe. Like, <laughs> oh why not? <laughs> and then it just happened in a couple of months. Uh-huh. Um, I just came thinking that I'll continue teaching in a school. Mm. But um, the week that I came, I went to a nail salon and I kind of like, the wording would be scouted. Mm-hmm. I kind of got scouted uh-huh. by someone who used to work at Arirang. Oh. And then I found myself on TV like in two or three days with no training. Wow. <laughs> it was live. I did wow. that for a year. Oh my God. So, live? Yeah. And it just kind of rolled from there. And I ended up not doing any teaching. and just doing this full time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's it was interesting. Um, but when we came… It was like before the huge move when everyone started to move mm-hmm. to Korea. So in the beginning stages, it was actually pretty hard. 
Mm. There was nothing set up for expats. Like, right. Wow. Yeah, it was it was pretty hard, but yeah. it was um, good memories. Yeah. yeah, it's fun to move countries. Yeah, challenging but fun. <laughs> so I have to be honest about this part um, because I'm Australian. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of Americans in Korea, mm-hmm. but there are really few Australians. Mm-hmm. And really? I think, yeah. Do you know many Australians? Here? I do. Just like a handful, though, right? I know like 10. 10? <laughs> yeah. Really? Okay, you know more than me. <laughs> a lot of my friends are Australians. Really? Yeah. You must get along with Aussies then. Yeah. No, seriously. I can name them right now. Wow. I yeah. just know a lot of New Zealanders. Really? From New <laughs> Zealand. I don't know any yeah. New Zealanders here. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, for us, <laughs> <laughs> the community that we're in, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. mainly just people from other countries. Mm-hmm. And when we came, we found ourselves quite like, we realized how different Aussies are. Like our sense of humor is really whack. No one gets it. (laughs) People get offended when we, we're always like, you know, jabbing each other and making fun of each other. And um, we realized that that kind of humor doesn't really sit well with a lot of cultures. Um, And when I first moved, like my management was very Korean. So all the influences were like local Koreans. Mm -hmm. And I was still getting to know how to really communicate in a very Korean way. Like I could speak Korean, but you know, like knowing a language is different from knowing the culture and knowing Mm -hmm. how to deliver something without coming across wrong. Mm -hmm. So just those kinds of things were, I guess, hard for me in the beginning. Um, But I've definitely learned how to be more Korean in my communication and um, get along with people from like all different cultures without offending, without Aussie joking. (laughs) No, but yeah, I do know sense. what you mean because sometimes when my Australian friends are like, they say a word, I'm like, that's that's wrong. Yeah, politically incorrect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, oh, it's like a thing. And so I've gotten used to the way they talk now. So when yeah. they joke, I'm like, oh, okay, there he, there, they, there he is yeah. or there they that's are. That's like yeah. my American friends at yeah. church. They're oh, all just really? like, um, you're like Aussie. We, we just <laughs> understand you. <laughs> they always make yeah. fun of us. But yeah, even things like words like, um, what is the word for we we call Havana's thongs in Australia? Oh, you know thongs? that one, right? <laughs> yes, I thongs. didn't know that yeah. we call it uh, flip flops. Yeah. yeah, so we oh have my to God. change our wording. <laughs> it's not being I misunderstood. Was, like, did you bring your thongs? It's like yeah, if you go me? to Australia, no one says flip flop. It's thongs. Oh my yeah, God, thongs so today. <laughs> Summer vacation. <laughs> You're like, okay, TMI. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Fun things about moving to a new country. Yeah. <laughs> Do you catch yourself like when you're back in Australia, you don't say those words anymore? Yes. Yeah. I kind of don't fit into Australia now. Oh my god, I'm like a fob there. <laughs> I can relate. So yeah. you, like you're not fully here, but also yeah. not fully like back home. Yeah. It's like this weird mix, mix of yeah. not being no anywhere 100%. <laughs> yeah, I 100% when I go back to Germany, they're like either you're so American now mm-hmm. or you're so you act so Korean, whatever that means. But right. when here I'm always the Wigogin. Yeah. So it's I hundred percent feel you mm-hmm. this like yeah. kind of just a little bit In of between. everything. Yeah. yeah. I've kind of just accepted it. How it's long like, have you been here? In Korea now, almost three years. And before that, ten years in America. Oh, and right. Then, yeah. Interesting. It's kind of everywhere. Yeah, you it's were going fun though. Germany, yeah, I love Korea. moving to different countries. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Very it's challenging, mm-hmm. but once you like kind of settle in. Yeah. I mean, you just your baby is how old now? A year. He is fifteen, almost <gasps> sixteen months now. Oh, yeah. he's so cute. cute. I watched your um your <laughs> yeah. videos and 
Also, that's like one thing I also didn't know that usually in Korea, after you give birth, you mm-hmm. go to this postpartum. Mm-hmm. So I always mix up postpartum and postmortem, which is two very <laughs> bad things to mix up. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> very Post- similar. Par- partum. Yeah. Um, care center. The, yeah, they go to mm. a care center here and mm-hmm. they feed you the miyokuk for yeah. 30 days or whatever. <laughs> yeah. How was how is your experience? Yeah. Um, um, do they have that in Australia? Is that a thing? No, it's definitely not a thing. In Australia, people just stay at the hospital for as long as they need like up to two weeks. Mm-hmm. So they kind of do it in the hospital, but it's not as specialized. Whoa. And it depends on how much you pay, like the service that you get. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, definitely in Korea, everybody goes to this thing called Tanu Chori Wan. So yeah, I did a whole video about my experience there. Mm-hmm. And um, um, yeah, I don't think I'd ever go again. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not even giving so birth anytime soon. <laughs> but like, I was like, oh, what's Jen up to? You and then know. I love mm-hmm. listening to your voice. We were talking about it earlier. But yeah, you have like a nice like podcast sweet voice. No. With a nice accent. But yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I hope yeah. that I didn't really like stress people from it. Oh. But I wanted to share the experience because no one… I, I didn't… I don't think I found any of those kind of videos online. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Just wanted to share it. But yeah, if you're pregnant, I don't recommend you to look into it. Because when you're pregnant, you need to listen to like positive stories. Things that keep you in a good Uh headspace. So watch it before you get pregnant. Like that would be the perfect time to know about it beforehand. No, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. (laughs) Yeah, but again, that might have just been my experience. Mm. And everyone's different. Right. That is so interesting. Because my Korean teacher, when she gave well, she's Korean. She gave birth here. Mm-hmm. She told me that they um, kept feeding her the miyokuks, the yeah. seaweed soup, for yes. like 30 days. Wow. And I'm like, I told my fiance, I'm like, you better smuggle into McDonald's. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do that. I they, need like usually, my good stuff. They usually have a bit of a variety. Right? I yeah. did like it. It traumatized me a little bit. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, she'll probably be off exaggerating for her life yeah. after that. Yeah. Oh my god. But goodness. yeah, it's really good for you. That's why it, it helps you to de-swell and mm-hmm. recover. Mm-hmm. But again, some people say there's too much iodine in it. So oh. have a balance. Um, but yeah, miyokuk definitely helps in the beginning. It's a Korean postpartum yeah. care tip. Yeah. And a birthday yeah. soup. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Yeah. But um, definitely I would advise if anyone's looking into like moving mm-hmm. or even just coming to Korea. Because a lot of people actually do come from overseas to experience the Korean postpartum care center mm-hmm. experience. Um, a lot of people from China go as well as just other countries. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely recommend you to research uh-huh. in depth and really understand that you're actually going into a different culture. If it was in your country, you would probably find it like a really useful thing because you're used to the way that people handle things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no communication barrier. But there's definitely elements that even me, for me as a Korean, like my parents are Korean. Um, I've been here for seven years. Even for me, I found the cultural difference a little difficult for, oh. to deal with um, in terms of also communication is is huge, uh-huh. as I was saying. I'm yeah. still learning how to communicate in a way that like really gets my message across yeah. in a different culture. Um, so that's something that I would recommend you to research and just really think deeply about because when you've just given birth, you've literally just been through the most traumatic thing that you can probably mm. go through in life. And you need that like really maternal, caring, mm. restful environment straight uh-huh. afterwards to get you through. And it's actually a lot of people say that straight after birth, 
is like very crucial because Mm. that basically like six week period, you remember it for life. It's part of like a trauma memory. So it's really important how Mm. you deal with it. That actually affects how you treat your baby too. Yeah. How well Mm. you've been like treated, how well that experience was. So yeah, look into it a bit more. But there are some really good experiences out there too. Mm. So don't let me completely put anyone off. But yeah, I think we drove a bit too much into maternity side. (laughs) But that's really… I think that's very interesting because that also comes in with… You know, like you said, you are… Your parents are Korean, Mm -hmm. but you're Australian. And then coming Mm -hmm. here and like noticing Mm -hmm. the… How to communicate Mm -hmm. in a language you know, but the cultural differences. Mm -hmm. I find that very interesting. Mm -hmm. How to navigate that. Because in a sense, you are like a a foreigner Mm because it's not your… The country you grew up in. So it is a foreign place. Yeah. I have to ask my husband. Hey, someone said this. What does that mean? What do they mean by that? Yeah. What's like the message? Yeah. That's… I think with the older generations, it's even more pervasive. (laughs) Are you calling your… Is he older generation? No, I mean like… If you go to a maternity care center, Mm -hmm. it's usually like harmonies or older women who take care of Mm -hmm. you. So the… Communication is really different. Oh, okay. Oh. oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So after this episode, watch every positive and negative experiences out Some there. Research. There might not be too much in English though. Oh, yeah. Mm. But I have been watching a lot of YouTube videos about like pregnancy. Really? Because a lot of my friends are pregnant right, right. now on YouTube. So it's just like interesting. True. Everyone's yeah. giving birth. Yeah. COVID and, babies. Yeah. COVID babies. <laughs> they all… Leo's one too. Yeah. He is. Yeah. They… um. There's so many videos on that. And I'm just right. interested because I'm like… I knew you were in my like 20s. And now you have like this life-changing right. thing going on. And so mm-hmm. I find it fascinating. Which is why I'm watching it. It's not because I'm like preparing myself. Oh my I'm just sure. like… Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not. I'm no no. Seriously, Aisha. I am far. Like she's probably gonna. If anything. Oh my god! Already. We don't know yet. No. We'll see. Yeah, but yeah, it was cool. Yours Mm -hmm. was one of the many long. That's good to get like an honest. Mm -hmm. Well, now Uh, that you have a baby mm -hmm. and you're also a skincare enthusiast, like what is your criteria to approve? Like products even for your baby. How do you pick things? Mm -hmm. Or even for yourself? Mm -hmm. How's your skin after becoming a mom? It's really interesting Mm -hmm. because I was really into clean beauty even before Mm -hmm. I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, But I found that um, even after getting pregnant, the things that people who are into clean beauty are into, Mm -hmm. it's actually the same. It really crosses over. So I didn't really change much in my skincare routine after getting pregnant. Mm. um, Except for sunscreens. So sunscreens is the really sensitive one that you have to really look into. Get rid of all of the octinoxates, homosalates, Uh octosalates. There's tons of like chemicals that can actually like deform your fetus, Mm. your child, baby. I like to call it babies, wow. but mm-hmm. fetus is a scientifically appropriate one. Um, so that's kind of the main difference. But skincare-wise, it was actually just really similar. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like no fragrance, no parabens, no harsh alcohols. Um, just chemicals that if you research into it, they're called endocrine disruptors. They mm-hmm. enter your bloodstream and can affect not just yourself, even if you're not pregnant, mm. you can get cancer from them and yeah. affect your fertility. But yeah, it affects your baby as well. So mm. it kind of carries on into nursing as well. Mm-hmm. So to save yeah. time, what was the sunscreen mm-hmm. you used? And what did you approve of using? Um, 
there's there's quite a few. I've recently done a video on um, Beauty Cookies mm-hmm. channel where I go through top oh, 10 yeah. sunscreens. Um, those ones all have none of those chemicals. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I think my number one pick right now is Purito's one. Oh, their newly formulated yeah, one if you've heard oh, of. I they, have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they reformulated after all that after drama. drama yeah. And it's like the best sunscreen. Oh, I, I trust that oh, on my on my nice. son and myself too. Mm-hmm. So in terms of skincare and beauty, it's just the same as before, mm-hmm. I'd say. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I would recommend it to everybody actually. Whatever is pregnancy safe is actually safe for normal people, mm-hmm. most safe. Mm-hmm. So I think those standards will probably disappear eventually because everyone's just going <laughs> oh, wow. towards clean anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that makes sense. Wow. It's good. <laughs> Time. Just pretend you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good rule of thumb. Yeah, yeah. that is okay. the wow. safest you can sense. go. What yeah. um, products do you use uh, for your son? Is there anything? I don't know, like lotions. I'm like, what do you put on a baby? Mm. Like, <laughs> um, so as I said before, mm-hmm. how there's a crossover. Yeah, I still find that there are some really good clean beauty products that just regularly we use mm. that have better ingredients for babies than actual baby products. Oh, some baby products. Interesting. So now because I, I look over and look at the ingredients, yeah. there's tons of baby products that are actually marketed and quite popular in Korea as well. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, they've got fragrance and harsh, harsh alcohols or mm. alcohol denat. Sorry. (laughs) So yeah, just look at the ingredients. But the ones that I've been finding that work well for Leo or that I trust on him are Pyongangyul Estra. That's another new clean beauty brand. And um, some other Korean brands that are targeted just for babies that I've kind of filtered out like GNST. There's one Mm. called GNST, which Mm. actually makes baby safe um, beauty cleansing water. So you can oh. cleanse off the sunscreen of their faces. Oh. Yeah, there's a Millie Mom and oh. also I've li- been liking Declare's products. Oh, really? They have an all-over body lotion yeah. that I trust on him oh. too. Wow. So there's a bit of a crossover. Yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Well, I'm going to give you a call when it's time for me to have a baby. <laughs> no, we got to start oh, now, please remember? Do. We got to yeah, pretend we're do. pregnant every day <laughs> starting like, today. Why are you stocking up all of these baby products? He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Treat yourself <laughs> like a baby. I'm like, I'm Save a baby. Oh, I'll like test that. on our doggies. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that is a great tip. Um, my skincare clinic, she always, she has like this brand called Very Mom. Mm-hmm. And they sell Millie Mom there too, oh. I think. And then she was saying that, oh, Very Mom, it's not just good for moms. It's not just good for babies. It's yeah. good for everyone because it's a very gentle yeah. uh, product. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. So I've been using Very Mom sheet masks for like oh. six years. Okay, mm-hmm. I haven't heard of that brand. I'll take oh, note. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, cool. Six years? Yeah, I've been wow, using so it for a new. while. No, it's not new. Okay. Yeah, so 10 years on YouTube is really… Like it feels short, but when I look back, there's been so much that's happened. And I'm sure you feel the same, both of you guys. Yeah. Like even if you look at yourself a year ago, mm-hmm. you're such a different person. Yeah. Um, actually, you're quite consistent. So. Am I consistent? <laughs> yeah, you're pretty consistent. I kind of like my hair colors changing. My I was way more Aussie when I first came to Korea as well. Oh. Like my accent was really yobbo. But now I'm like a little more Americanized. I roll my R's a bit. <laughs> Um, so cute. And I think my personality has changed as well mm. over time. Even after becoming a mom, I bet too that yeah. must factor into that too. I don't know. I think so. I think after becoming a mom, I've become a little more grounded. Um, my values have changed a bit mm. because it's like 
when you have a baby, your eyes are open to what like really matters. Mm -hmm. So I think the way I approach everything is kind of different as well. Yeah. Like approach people, approach work. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's really funny. I was looking at my old videos and I couldn't really recognize who I was. Yeah. Like changed. (laughs) I don't want to change, but I have changed. No, you, you say you changed a lot, but the moment I saw you, it feels like I just picked up from oh, where really? we last left off. That's so they say I feel good friends. <laughs> but I also feel like it's yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like I cannot mm. look at my videos from the past. Like everything, <laughs> every choice I made, like from fashion wise to like uh-huh. eyeliner or whatnot, I just oh, yeah. cringe. But I feel like mm. you're still the same inside. Oh, really? It's mm-hmm. still there. Okay. The aura is still there, Jen. Oh, <laughs> that's nice and comforting. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere I go, I'm only thinking about Leo. Oh. And I'm trying to finish what I'm doing so I can go back to him because I know he's waiting for me. <laughs> we're almost done. We're almost done. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so weird as how, I mean, I don't definitely want to say a baby's the same as a dog, but that's how uh, I feel about my dogs. I'm yeah. like, when can I go back home? It's and actually them. quite similar. Like, I remember before I had a baby, People, I would read and people would say like, you can't compare your baby to your pet. Mm. Yeah, but it's actually really like, good. it feels oh like God. you have a little pet and you're just taking care of them. <laughs> so <laughs> you're taking cute. care. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> but you see them advancing a little bit more than you see your dog advancing. Mm. Like dogs can only get to, obviously, a certain amount of understanding on things. But mm-hmm. babies, they, they start talking. Yeah. It's like completely different. Because I've had so many pets. Like I love animals. So I, I always thought about it in that way as well. It's like having a little pet. <laughs> but it's me. Yeah. A version of me. But yeah. definitely, wow. um, I think I've gone through this like… You didn't really see me when I was towards my end of my pregnancy. I only saw you on YouTube and pictures. I oh like, yeah. I, was I just couldn't big. believe you got pregnant. Because you're so <laughs> small. <laughs> and I was oh, like… Man. I felt like your tummy was bigger than you. I felt like that too. Yeah. It looked, looked like How it really. How did you walk? <laughs> Like, I don't know how. I couldn't walk towards the end. It was oh so gosh. hard. Um, I think being a smaller person as mm. well. Um, my rib cage is expanded. They're mm. still expanded. Like, I didn't know about these changes. Yeah. No one told me no. that this is going to happen. I'm like so… I feel myself <laughs> lately. I'm like my bone didn't used to be there. Yeah. <laughs> it was like there was Your no pelvis, bone here. Yeah. Mm. Everyone's different. But mm. I think the smaller framed you are, the more space your body needs to make. Wow. So if you're like kind of thin in terms mm. of your rib cages, it will expand and it will stay. <laughs> wow. Um, your pelvic bones will kind of move, make way. Stephanie's uh, <laughs> terrified right now. She's like, oh, no babies. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's not totally no, bad. No, I, I know. It's yeah, probably also, it's a, a natural <laughs> yeah. thing, I guess, that happens. Yeah. And it's but, like amazing. Um, It is, right? What the body, body can do. How do you feel about, you know, now you're always like your baby, your baby, but there's also you as Jen, you yeah. know, as like, I'm not just someone's mom. I'm also like still still me as a person. Mm-hmm. How do you… That was hard. Yeah. The balance is hard because it's not just yourself. Yeah. You feel like other people see you like that mm-hmm. and you can't really be yourself anymore. Like mm-hmm. independent of baby. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard. It's hard to find the balance. And I think it takes a bit of courage and extra effort to really step out and still be yourself and have a bit of your own thing. Because mm-hmm. you can get like completely… And I think it's a really sacrificial and beautiful thing when you really… Like a mom, you mm-hmm. give yourself to your baby. 
But a part of me is aware that he's going to grow up one day and like leave me. <laughs> and like obviously he's going to yeah. go with his yeah. friends and have his own life. And I have to have something of myself mm-hmm. as well to be a good mom for him too. Yes. Yeah. So I, I try. It's like an extra effort. But it's uh-huh. really hard because he just needs me constantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even when course. he's sleeping, which is the only time I get time to edit, he's like constantly waking, waking up because I'm not there next to him. Mm-hmm. So I keep going in and out over and again. So I can't really do much work. But um, I think it's going to get better. And yeah. I'm still able to do it. So yeah. it's not impossible. Yeah. And you're also starting a new project mm-hmm. curated by Jen. I am. I haven't announced it yet, but oh, here's is it a my secret? first. No, I, I'm going to soon. Ooh. Yeah. So it's um, I'm I'm working on this whenever I have a bit of time. Mm. Um, I've always wanted to al- allow people who I talk to online to access the products that I talk about. Mm-hmm. And um, as much as I enjoyed like having my own brush line before, yeah. Um, there's only so much you can do as like a one man show, mm-hmm. and I felt like. The best thing that I could do with my time and resources is to really make something available for people to enjoy a lot of things that people who have a lot of time making really good products mm-hmm. can deliver to the world. Mm-hmm. So Curated by Jen is actually a website that I'm working on, hopefully to launch by the end of the year, that um, I'm going to put all the products about Korean beauty, about uh, baby products, fashion, accessories, lifestyle, anything that I've just been loving and make it available for people over the world, all mm-hmm. over the world. So that's why oh. it's called Curated by Jen. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm working on at the moment. Ooh. Yeah. Everything you talk about will be in one place. That's great for your fans too. Yes. Mm. So, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever felt it when you're talking about a product, but it's not available for them to… Sometimes in certain countries, right? Yeah. yeah. Especially kind of the smaller brands. Mm-hmm. Um, they It's it's just hard for people mm. to get their hands on or it's kind of really overpriced. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's kind of more so with baby products too. Mm-hmm. Like baby mm-hmm. carriers, baby clothes. Um, in Korea, they're really good. Mm-hmm. They're very good quality. The materials are really good. And it's not too overpriced. But um, And everyone wants it, but they can't mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing I want to make oh. available. Ooh. That's such a great project. Yeah. That's so dope. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. But I'm excited. Well, I'm really excited for you. No, that's such a great idea. Thank I mean, because there is definitely like people, like you said, people see those things, especially mm-hmm. you being a, a YouTuber and introducing products. Mm-hmm. People will be like, where can I get it? I want some of that. Yeah. So you feeling that that need, basically. Yeah. Oh, I think your your Hopefully. fans and people are going to be really excited about it. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it makes people's lives a bit easier. Yeah, lots of moms right now. So I'm pretty Aww. sure Curated by Jen will be very <laughs> resourceful. Mm. Yeah. So we must ask you, mm-hmm. what does your typical skincare and beauty routine look like now? Because I feel like I have seen a lot of it over the 10 years. <laughs> yeah. But… I, I, what does it look like nowadays? Right now. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much the same, same. But because I have a little less time, kind of go for more multifunction products mm-hmm. and I do layering. And um, because I'm constantly reviewing products, I don't stick to just one product. So it's more just categories. I go with um, an essence toner at, in the beginning to hydrate my skin. And then I go for a serum or essence for whatever my skin needs that day, which mm-hmm. is always changing. Mm-hmm. And um, just finish off with eye cream and a cream. So that's basically what I really have time for. But I kind of squeeze in a sheet mask here and there yeah. and mm-hmm. whenever I'm, I can. 
And I try and stick with products, as I said, that are clean beauty because anything you use gets rubbed off onto the baby. Yeah. So essentially, mm. I'm using products that are safe enough for Leo to use as mm. well. Yeah, there was yeah. a Korean brand. I forgot what the name was, but their slogan was which translates to oh. you can kiss. And it was for oh. mothers. And there was like lipstick where it was formulated oh, so that so you can thoughtful. kiss the baby. And it's okay. That's so So good. I know exactly. I of that. Yeah? Like yeah. I've thought of like mm. I need something that's safe yeah. <laughs> to yeah. kiss like, my I baby. I want to kiss you but yeah. yeah. Oh. I, for, I forgot the name. I, if I remember, I will let you know. You oh. really know a lot about yeah, baby you stuff. Know, every, yeah, you know, every time <laughs> Every day is pregnancy skincare routine day. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I, I don't know. I think it's because I have really sensitive skin. So uh, I always yeah. go for gentle, yes. greatly formulated products because mm-hmm. I know it could something crazy could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, I, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like that brand. Bopohedude. That's not the name of the… It was just a slogan. slogan. Oh, okay. I think it was under a more Pacific. Um, right. But it was a really… I finished their toner essences. Mm. I think they have multitasking products for mothers. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, okay. so many we'll things I didn't even consider yeah, before. Right. Even like you said, the lipstick or products that you mm-hmm. use, they could mm-hmm. transfer onto your baby. Like yeah. I didn't even… But if you think, think about, about it, like makes so by sense. the time you want to have a baby, if you can't because you've been using products uh-huh. that affect your fertility or something like that's so, you know, ogure. Oh. <laughs> so like start now by uh-huh. just switching to things that are just safe for all mm. round. Yeah. Here I'm at the beauty bar, shocked today. the tip <laughs> is pregnancy, skincare routine every day. <laughs> Clean yeah. beauty. Clean beauty. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm actually a Christian mm-hmm. and my faith basically just dictates everything in my life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's my everything. Um, so it really does affect how I view beauty as well. And you mm-hmm. know how we talk about beauty so much online? Mm-hmm. And we are aware that uh, a lot of young people are watching as well. Very mm-hmm. impressionable people. Right. Um, so I'm kind of aware of my message that I put out there. It's I don't want it to just be about our outward appearance because at the end of the day, it won't last. It will fade. <laughs> will mm-hmm. age. Um, yes. And we all know that it's what's inside that really counts. Mm-hmm. It's very cheesy. It's overused, but it's the truth. Um, It's the beauty that comes from within that um, you can feel from people Mm -hmm. as well. It's what makes a lasting impact on on the world. Mm -hmm. So I try to be aware of that when I'm making content. Mm -hmm. Have a bit of a balance. But also personally for me, I think what makes me kind of shift away from, especially being in Korea where everything is so Mm looks-based… Back to like my inner self is just remembering my soul is the core of who I really am. Mm. And my outward appearance my is just like a shell. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a vehicle for my real self. And so I kind of work on my inner self by spending time with God and mm. um, in His Word because He's, to me, the ultimate example of true beauty. Like He's the most beautiful being. He's the most perfect, kind, sweet, sinless person being. So the more time you spend with him, the more you become like the person that you're spending time with. So to me, it's more of my kind of faith, my who I spend time with in terms of uh, my prayer life and my um, reading the word. I feel like that is what really makes me more of a beautiful person inside. Mm-hmm. Nothing else really does. Mm-hmm. It's more of just a self-help outward um, endeavor. Mm-hmm. But what really lasts is, for me is that. So Going a bit into the faith side, but yeah, yeah that's what it is for mm-hmm. me. And that's mm. been a message that you have been always talking about since you started your channel. So 
See, you haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't. Oh. Thanks, <laughs> Thank you so much, Jen, Thank for coming on our show. Me. I feel like I'm ready to have a baby now. <laughs> <laughs> but also not. Ready to see routine first. But I, yes, I know what to focus on now. Mm. Uh. Have a baby. Don't don't regret. Don't, don't <laughs> oh wait. God, it's oh like God. the best thing you can do. Anyway, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for coming. Yeah, it was, so it was lovely. Please share with our listeners and YouTube viewers where to find you. Um, you can find me on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Muse or Instagram, MeijMuse. And um, yeah, do stay tuned, please, for Curated by Jen, which will hopefully be launching by Christmas. Yes. Oh, that would be perfect. And if you wish to stay updated on this show, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Dive Studios. We're also on TikTok. Full episodes on youtube.com slash divepods. Also, please join us on Patreon at patreon.com dash to Dive Studios for exclusive content and ad-free listening from the Dive Studios network. And we'll see Once you. Once again, subscribe. Review this podcast, follow, and we'll yes. see you in the next episode. Yes, see you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.